I'm sales team turnaround specialist, Jeremy DeMerchant. And each week I bring sales leaders like you, experts and insights that will help you level up your leadership, motivate like a master, and ultimately crush your comp plan. If it's time to raise the bar on your team's performance, then it's time for Sales Team Rescue. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Sales Team Rescue, episode number, I think we're 87, that one, (laughs) episode number 87. I'm your host, Jeremy DeMerchant, and today I want to talk about the importance of building authority in your sales process. Now, I bring this up for a couple of reasons. Uh, One, we desperately need to focus on building authority. Um, Someone who is a familiar name in sales, and you might have mixed feelings about him, but Jordan Belford, the the, the Wolf of Wall Street, um, in his sales training, which he calls straight line sales training. uh, So if you know who he is and what what his background is, you'll understand why that's interesting. Um, He talks about the three levels of uh, confidence or certainty is the word he uses that customers need when they're buying your uh, product or service. One is certainty in the company itself. The company can fulfill or the company will follow through on what they commit to. Two is certainty on the sales representative, the person that they're actually speaking with, the conversation they're having. And three is certainty in the product, that the product will actually solve the problem it's designed to solve. And so the focus today, in, as it relates to building authority in your sales process, um, this falls into building authority of either the company, or it could be the sales rep, depending on where the sales rep fits into the mix. Uh, but it's really, really important. And in the last week or so, I've had a couple of conversations. I've got clients who have done webinars or are doing sales presentations. Um, and I've been working with clients in this capacity for years And it's so tempting for someone who is an expert in their field, a specialist in their space, to be really modest, to like not want to brag things up. And they're like, you know, I don't want to be the guy that's like, you know, showing off to all the things that I've done. And I get it. I really do. But the concern is that I'm I'm not like, I'm not worried about you showing off. I want to make sure that the people listening to you have a reason to listen to you. Does that make sense? So when you're stepping onto that stage, like, let me, let, let me use the example. Okay, so let me back up. In your sales process, you need some component to be authority building, whether it's showing off that the person that's speaking, like for me, for example, and I've touched on this in a previous episode, but I really want to hit it home. Um, I'm an award-winning speaker. Here's your award. Thank you, Toastmasters. (laughs) Um, I am, sorry, I am a best-selling author. The book here in the corner. Uh, I've spoken on both sides of the borders. That makes me an international speaker. These are things that create perceived authority. It doesn't matter how I got them. It doesn't matter, like when I say award-winning, it doesn't matter what the award's for. Nobody actually cares. But when... Somebody introduces me, and if you think about a speaker on stage in the traditional sense, the physical room that we walk into, we're speaking, there's an audience, okay? Um, Being on a stage automatically gives you an additional level of perceived authority anyway. But when it comes to setting the stage, setting that framework, the only way you make an impact is if your audience is ready to listen. And they need to have some type of level 
of trust or belief that you know what you're talking about. So, for example, if I came up to you and said, hey, let me tell you how to, um, how to knit. You have no reason to think I would have a clue how to knit. For the record, I don't. But if I said, you know what? Well, you know, I, I can show you how to knit because I've, I was a 2012 international knitting champion. And I was, you know, like, you know different things that will build my authority in the space. Suddenly you'll be going, oh, okay, yeah, teach me. And it's the same thing with our businesses. You need to make sure that your prospect, as they go through your sales process, whether it's in the sales conversation or whether it's before that in some kind of webinar or educational component um, or just content is part of a lead magnet even, you need to have that authority. You need to make sure that you've got that trust and that confidence built up in the audience for them to actually be in a place to receive what it is you're offering. So for example, if I'm going to jump on stage... There's always going to be an introduction read about me. And the reason why speakers have someone else read their introductions is because it's for this very reason we're talking about. They don't want to, it, one, they don't want to talk about how great they are because sometimes it comes across as a little bit egotistical or cocky. Okay. Um, it's not the point, but sometimes it can do that. So there'll be somebody else that'll read their introduction. And the introduction when somebody is speaking is so vital because it does set the stage. It helps the audience decide whether or not I'm going to invest the next 20, 30, 40, 50 minutes listening to this person. Do they have something that I want to, to receive? Do they have value that, that I can use? And if that introduction doesn't build up that authority, then people could check out. So when I have my introduction read, I talk about best-selling author, international award-winning speaker, uh, host of Sales Team Rescue on Headspace TV and Apple Podcasts. Okay, These things build up authority. And when you're giving a presentation or you're going through your sales process, you need to make sure that authority stands there and stands tall. Um, with a, a client of mine I was speaking to just this past week, talking about how when you're doing a presentation to a high-end client, if you're using slides um, or a pitch deck, if we want to get buzzwordy, um, you want to be able to first tell them about you. Why should they listen to the rest of it? Yes, they they understand they have a project they need done or they've got a problem that they need solved. Um, and you can do it. But if you can first let them know that you and your company are aligned with their goals, be clear what you're about, and you can talk about who you work best with if you, if you want to use this as a qualification opportunity as well. And then get into the rest of it, right? But if you set that stage, it's like opening, opening their ears up. The more authority you can show at the first of a presentation, of a pitch, of a webinar, of a sales video. And, and look for this. When you see sales videos online, you're going to see how they talk about right at the start. This is what I've done, or these are the successes that I've had. And it doesn't always have to be in your face, but you need the audience to know it's real. Uh, just this past week, I work with a client who is like, has an extremely high level of authority, has done some phenomenal things, worked with some amazing people and is one of the foremost experts in not only his primary field, but it's continually building high level networks and getting access to unique information that makes him stand out above the crowd in multiple spaces. So he's got this authority to speak not only on his core topic, but ones that 
go even beyond that because of the associations and the experiences that he's had. But when he did the presentation, he flew through the stuff. He talked about how he's, yes, he's spent time with these other celebrity figures, but flew through it because he wasn't as comfortable letting, like giving it time for this to land. Like it's a big deal. Like for example, and I won't, you know, give private information here, but if I was to say, you know what, um, I, I went on a trip with Tony Robbins. I'm going to say that you're going to see a picture. I'm going to show you because it's going to build my authority. Most people know who Tony Robbins is. So it's instant authority. If I say um, that I went, uh, you know, maybe I'm in the music industry and I talk about how this one time where I produced some music that was used by Jay-Z or, uh, or mixed, you know, and Eminem used a sample of it or, or something, right? Like I want to name drop. And if you can name drop, whether it's people, places, anything that can build that authority, awards, recognitions, anything at all. If I was to say I was selected of, for one of, as one of six people to go to this event or experience at the UN, it's kind of a big deal, right? If I was um, selected, actually, this is something real. Uh, when I went back to school, I went back and finished my degree back in 2013, 2014. Um, and I was selected as one of 25 students that they deemed as change makers, whose attitude uh, was focused on how do you make a change and a difference in the world. So I was selected one of these 25 for this special program um, from all across Atlantic Canada. So that was an honor. That was fantastic. And, and it builds authority because then govern, governments and universities came together to make these decisions. So now I thought it was great and it does build authority. So I share all this because I want to make sure that you're not overlooking this just because you don't want to brag. And I'm going to shout out to, uh, to my, my Canadian friends here. Um, as a cultural thing, and it's not everybody, but as a cultural thing, Canadians especially tend to feel like they need to be more modest. Like people will hate on them for quote unquote bragging, right? Um, but don't let this be the case, whether you're Canadian or not, it doesn't matter. You need to put yourself in a position where you can share your expertise so that that message that you want to share lands with as much impact as possible. This is the key. If you overlook the authority building, it will absolutely uh, negatively impact, maybe even destroy your ability to convert. Because if people don't trust the company or you or the product, right? If you don't have all three of those things, you're not making the sale. Super, super important. I want you to take this um, under careful consideration. So if you're a sales rep, this is how I want you to implement this. If you're a sales rep and you want to put another level of authority into your sales process, first of all, figure out what you can do, depending on how much impact you have on over the whole process. I want you to think about how can you insert little pieces of information about your founder or co-founder or um, team as a, as a whole into the sales process. Is this a little video, a little about us video that might go out to somebody before you get on a call with them? Or is it a story that you want to incorporate into the sales conversations? Uh, one thing that I used to do, and quite uh, shamelessly, I would jump on a sales call and I would say, you know what, this one client I worked with, uh, we took him from uh, no business at all to uh, six figures in six months. And he was going on and... and uh, started charging his clients $30,000 a year to work with them. 
And I did this because it built my authority. It was credibility building. Um, and it also angered these people to think, oh, if he's teaching this person how to sell, uh, promote themselves or generate $30,000 per sale, he must be more expensive. So then when I told them my price, uh, their mind was already in the right mindset. So it, it was a kind of a twofold strategy. But sharing stories, sharing testimonials, giving examples will help build that authority as well. Okay, so there's a few pieces, and I didn't really structure this in a memorable way, so I apologize for this. But um, one is talk about the awards. What awards or recognition have you or the company received? Okay, two, who have you? Who can you associate yourself with? Um, you know, some people say it's not cool to name drop, but it totally is, especially if you do it strategically. What are big companies you've worked with or big projects you've worked on? Uh, one client I worked with a couple years ago, uh, at one point worked for the uh, worked with a company that was doing work on a, an Energizer Bunny campaign, and she was hesitant to put that in her slides, but everybody knows who the Energizer Bunny is, and it helped increase conversion. Okay, simple as that. So, wh- what are those? Who are those people that you've been around? And then three, what are the other opportunities that you've received that aren't, um, I guess, normal? Or not, or they're, they're, they're atypical, right? Like if you've had the chance to be one of six people chosen to go to the UN or one of 25 people selected for this entrepreneurship program, what can you do? And as a, from the sales rep's perspective, incorporate this into the conversation about the company, about the support team that's going to deliver. You can even do it about yourself as far as the sales rep goes. The problem is building the authority of you as a sales rep, they're buying you, which is important. But if you're not following them through the entire sales process, don't let that be the the main piece that you lean on. Build up the authority of the company. Build up what they've done, who they've supported, where they've been, what opportunities have come up for them. Okay, so hopefully that helps. I don't want to belabor this this topic too much, but I will tell you this. This is extremely vital in you being able to communicate your message effectively. Your audience must be in the best possible mindset for you to be able to share your message in a way that it will land in a, at a time that they're ready to receive it. Because otherwise, you're just spinning your wheels. You can go around and around and you can, you know, they say sales is a contact sport, and it is. The more contacts you make, the more success you have. But I want to be really clear here. If you can optimize your sales process, you don't need to keep going round and round and round. You have a conversation, you have your process dialed in, and you're going to get those results. So make sure that you are absolutely highlighting and building authority in your sales process, whether it's in the conversation, before the conversation, in a webinar, in an educational video, in a video sales letter, whatever you need to do. Make sure you've got this built in as part of your strategy because they will not listen to you the same way if they don't believe that you've got the authority to speak on the topic. Okay. Hope that makes sense, guys. Thanks so much for being here. If you are catching us live on Facebook, give me some love, hit the heart, throw some comments in. If you are catching the replay, put hashtag replay in the comments, either here on Facebook um, or here on YouTube. And if you were listening on the podcast, whether it's on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Spotify or any of the other amazing platforms, um, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you download previous episodes. Make sure that you don't miss another single episode where we can share 
And I say we because I've got rock star guests that come on all the time that share even more information. Don't let yourself miss out on the opportunity to learn these little gold nuggets that can help skyrocket your sales career and your sales team. Okay, guys, so if you want the replay of this episode, go to salesteamrescue.com. If you want to go right to the podcast, you can find that link also at salesteamrescue.com. And finally, if you want to book your sales team readiness assessment call with my team, go to salesteamrescue.com and do that at no risk and no cost to yourself. Okay, guys, I'm Jeremy DeMerchant, the sales strategist. Remember, get uncomfortable, get results. We will see you next week right here, Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern on Headspace TV. Cheers. Thanks for joining me. Let's keep the conversation going. You can find more episodes and a link to join our online community over at salesteamrescue.com. If you haven't already, be sure to hit subscribe and give the show a review to help us reach more sales leaders like you. If you'd like our support in creating your own high-performance sales team, book a call with us at salesteamrescue.com.